ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Seven Figure Fashion Business Podcast, where we talk about the fashion industry and how to get your fashion business to seven figures. From manufacturing strategies, cut and sew designers, to fashion hot topics and the latest fashion trends, I'm your host, Monica Monique. And I'm your host, XYZ. And let's jump into today's episode. All right, story time. Welcome to our story time. Maybe we should have theme songs for each individual type of episode. Welcome to our story time. Y'all, side note, I went to a karaoke in LA. Mm -hmm. Station 1640. I believe is the name of the establishment. If you are in the Los Angeles area on a Monday night, you need to be at Station 1640. This is free promo. I am not getting paid. But (laughs) if you want to go to a karaoke night with predominantly black people, predominantly black men who can all sing for real... Mm-hmm. Like they doing boys to men karaoke, Robin Thicke, mm. Mario Usher, and they literally sound like these individuals. Mm. And it's just an establishment of black boy joy. Mm-hmm. Like it was a, a lot of beautiful black women, uh, other races, white people, Asian people. But it was just such a beautiful sight to see so many happy black men mm-hmm. in one room. Like you just knew everybody was having a good time. You knew all the black people in the room were happy with life just here to chill hang out to good music they were music fans Mm -hmm. they were all literally talented people like um a lot of the black men that performed or sang the karaoke and then there was a couple black women this one girl sounded just like mariah carey sung a mariah carey song beautiful um woman but it was just such a beautiful sight to see so many happy black men in one space and just see everybody out having a good time um, Station 19 on Monday nights is where you need to be if you want to see and feel the love. Just be a joyous human and hear good music. And even the people that couldn't sing that were funny, it was just a good mm-hmm. time. But I'm going to tell you, most of them can sing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say right now, if you want to hear people that can actually sing karaoke mm-hmm. and you're in the Los Angeles area, Station 1640. You're welcome. I used to work at karaoke night. Another job. Uh huh. It was like the same thing. It, it was, was the like, same thing. No, yes. they could sing. Yeah, so, people would people, go. That some people could sing, and some people just played around. At this place, they all can sing, all of them. <laughs> but some people would go, and they could really sing. Yeah, wow. but then when the people who couldn't sing, it was kind of like, hmm, we want the person that can sing. Right. It was. That's the best karaoke I've ever seen. Really? It's another. It's another place too. But that was like, they had a band, they had, mm-hmm. it was like this serious, but that was a little older. It was yeah. a little older crowd, it wasn't so much fun. Yeah. Because it was a band, it was like musicians versus yeah. singers. Yeah. I went to one in um, New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans is known for this though, mm-hmm. um, like jazz bands and mm-hmm. type music. And they had some singers come on and sing who all could actually sing. Mm -hmm. But I feel like they were part of the band maybe and not karaoke. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But they were singing covers. But that was also really good to see such talented musician. Like the drummer was talented. The Mm -hmm. guitarist was talented. The the saxophone player was talented. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like that's rare to see in real life. Mm -hmm. 
So establishments like that is a vibe. Actually, people actually like karaoke. Yeah. I, I still don't. I can't get into it yet. Yeah, I I couldn't get into. I went to somewhere by accident. Oh, it was so annoying. I went to a karaoke. It was like an Asian um, place, like sushi place. And I was like, oh, I might. I want some sushi. Let's try this place. And I didn't know it was karaoke night. Yeah, karaoke and night. everybody um, could not sing. It was just annoying. Yeah, like Bad Street Boys and. The the music choices were just horrible, mm-hmm. um, and the karaoke it was just it was not it. I mm-hmm. couldn't get into it. I was like, I I just want to get the sushi and go. It wasn't it for me. I think it's fun when you drink. No, not that please. I think if the if the singers can sing, first of all, Station sixteen forty is like a club club where they actually perform karaoke. It's not even like. You know, a karaoke bar where you have like the microphone mm-hmm. and the little box and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like if you go to a club for a night out mm-hmm. and the people just so happen to be doing karaoke. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. know. It was a different setup, which was kind of cool to see. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of how the is that how the place you work with? No, your place was like a restaurant that had karaoke. Yeah, every Tuesday. Okay. So yeah. if you're in Philadelphia, you go. In Philly. But yeah, I didn't know that people were there that could actually sing though. Yeah, it was a thing. But then work working there every week it just got repetitive. It was the same lady that knew how to sing. She would sing her legendary song. <laughs> really? Then it's a lot of um up and coming artists that come there. I mean I love music, so like rappers or rappers, singers, and they come there and they perform their own song. Mm-hmm. So if you Is that annoying when they sing their own song? No. Cause no. some people are really talented. Okay. The uh, the people that come perform their own song talented, and then they come every week, so mm-hmm. the song got stuck in my head. Oh. Then it make me wanna oh let me look them up. Mm-hmm. Let me see the Instagram. Yeah. This one guy was annoying. He wasn't annoying, mm-hmm. but he had like a toe song. He was like pretty toes in the air. <laughs> pretty toes in the air. <laughs> and he wrote a song about pretty toes. Okay. At first, I'm like, this person is weird. Right. But then it got stuck on him. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, pretty toes. Okay. Pretty toes in the <laughs> but then this is other girl. She really know how to rap. Really? Really know how to rap. Yeah. And I pray for her. I, I pray she make it. Okay. I send good I send good energy to people. Yeah. Um, I wanted to tell a quick story time today. Quick little story time. Um, Did you know I used to sew for male strippers a lot? Yep, I remember he came in. There were multiple different strippers. Mm. Recommendations, uh, word of mouth. <laughs> recommendations, word of mouth. Ooh, the area you might not want a recommendation. Good thing we got Etsy in. now. Does Ep- Does Etsy have a big male stripper market? Yep, they do. Mm-hmm. Strippers in general, they have a lot of stripper outfits, and they allow it. Oh, we should refer them to there. To there, yeah. Um, and you yeah. can direct message Etsy um, shops. So if you want yeah. something custom, you don't see nothing you like on any store, you can write them and be like, hey, can you get this? Can I custom? Yeah. They should definitely use Etsy. I mean, I haven't worked with male strippers in a while, but they if one Did comes stop? in, I stopped Did intentionally. Told, Did you tell them, like, I don't do this anymore? Yeah. Because it was getting too I crazy. Let me, let me tell the story time real quick, though. So... This guy walks in my store many, many, many years ago. Was I there? No. Okay. Because I remember a time I was there. 
Yeah, when somebody first introduced themselves to me? Yes, I think you better tell the story. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, this guy walks into the store and he says he's looking for this particular type of outfit, costume, because he's a dancer, Mm -hmm. a professional dancer. And I was like, oh, okay, like ballet? And he was like, he was like, no, but you know, I like do these really artistic dance performances, and um, you know, we're doing a re reinterpretation of Wakanda, mm-hmm. and I'm the I don't know what that man name was on Wakanda, but he was the one with the fur, <laughs> like it, it was like a fur vest mixed with leather, and then a fur um, little skirt, and then fur. Let's say thigh highs or knee highs, like these fur pieces that came up just under the knee. And I was like, okay, whatever. And he was like, and I'll also need a um, blank cover to match this. Mm -hmm. Um, A sleeve, a blank sleeve. If y'all don't know what I'm saying, then (laughs) a blank sleeve for a male part, a sleeve. And um, (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, so you're a stripper. And he was like, yeah, I'm a stripper. So I was like, okay. So now I I don't know if I had worked with a stripper before that. Or I may have had another stripper that had came into my store asking for, you know, certain um, outfits. But I hadn't really worked with them that much. This person became a regular customer, this one particular male stripper. Mm-hmm. And... Um, whatever made the outfit. I want to say Kilimanjaro, but I don't even know if that's a real character. I don't know, y'all. But um, so I made his outfit for him. He loved it. Came back for more outfits over time, and then he also like would bring in like his blank sleeve for. You touched it. So that <laughs> I had to create a pattern for the blank sleeve. So, so that I could make yeah. little more blank sleeves um, in different colors to match all his outfits for his performances. And um, eventually, it just became too much. Number one, the the strippers... The male strippers. I don't. I never really made outfits for female strippers, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. But male strippers loved me. I don't know why. I think it's my face. But um, the male strippers kept wanting to work with me. I'm like, there are a whole other lot of older seamstresses in this neighborhood that you could ask. But they were asking me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it became like, I don't know. He he told too many stories. He told me too much about himself, really, that to the point where I didn't want to work with him anymore. Because it was like, oh, yeah, sometimes I got to um, do crack to to keep my blank up during these performances. Or, like, he would tell me about certain drugs that he had to use so that his blank never went really down. That's yeah. Wow. And, like, these things that uh, strippers sometimes do mm-hmm. in order to keep their energy up mm-hmm. um, during their performances. Because you're out there, right. they're out there, you know, three hours, four hours, and oh, yeah. the things got to look like yeah. how they want the things to look. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's real interesting. I don't need that information. Mm-hmm. But good to know, while I'm trying to just hurry up and finish this, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But months go by, and this person 
ended up um, trying on one of these outfits. Mm-hmm. And I have a fitting room. So he's trying on the outfit in the fitting room. And he decided to come out the fitting room. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting re-traumatized. <laughs> he decided to come out the fitting room mm. without the blank sleeve. What? Yes. Like the outfit, but not the blank sleeve. So you could see the blank. Oh, wow. And then from then on, I did not work with male strippers anymore. But he wanted me to see the blank because he wanted to blankly blank. (laughs) So (laughs) I was like, okay, um, I think that... You can go. You said this. <laughs> yeah, like I think I think maybe you have a different idea of um like this this friendship not friendship but the relationship between seamstress and customer whatever relationship you think we have is not the relationship that we have. Yeah, it's a seamstress and customer, and whatever you do on the side is not what I am interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that you should. Get dressed and mm-hmm. see your way out. <laughs> but feel free to take your items <laughs> and go. I don't wow. even need payment. Really? My eyes have seen yeah, it. I would have did the same thing. I, I wasn't. Like, you don't got to pay me. You don't got to pay me. Maybe he did it on purpose. You just got to go. Maybe he made you uncomfortable on purpose. No, I think that he really thought that, like, I was with the vibes. Like, I think that he thought that I was interested mm. and I was not. Mm-hmm. But I think that he thought that his blank sleeve was big enough that I would be interested, right. and I was not, because I'm not into that. That was it. it. Was nobody else in the store? It was nobody else in the store. I really could have been raped and killed because right. he was strong. Yeah. These strippers be, you know, they be muscular. They be on steroids. They be yeah. on all types of drugs and stuff. Yeah. But he was strong and big. And <laughs> dude, I I was just like, but the store was open, so mm-hmm. anybody could have walked, walked in, in at any and moment, and they would have they would have took that as exact. They would have took that as I'm crazy, yeah, and I'm sleeping with my customers, yeah. or that's, I'm doing that's that the story that would have been told for real. Like, oh, she sleep with strippers. That's what would have been told. And uh, Lord, so yeah, from then on. I did not work with any more male strippers. Yeah. Do you like strippers? Would you like if you had a bachelorette party? Would if you I had, hire a stripper, would I hire a stripper? So I have gone to one bachelorette party where there were male strippers, and it was a good time. Like I just thought it was funny. Honestly, I didn't find it attractive or anything. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting night. A lot of other women found it attractive. I probably um, wouldn't do that. I don't know. I can't. Okay. I can't. I don't know. I had somebody, a, a male stripper, ask me to do an outfit for him uh, last year, fairly recently, like years after that situation happened. A different male stripper, and I was like, I don't, I don't work with male strippers. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I thought about it honestly. Like, in the, initially, I was like, well, let me see what you're trying to make, because he was he was in the fabric store trying to make it himself, mm-hmm. and he couldn't figure out how to make it. So I was like, oh, maybe I should be nice. Let me let me see what you're trying to make or whatever. And um, everything he sent me what he's trying to make, I still was like, you know, actually, I don't even work with male strippers anymore. Cause, because he asked me if I was single. Okay. 
after that right. interaction in the fabric store, he yeah. is very single. And I could see the future mm-hmm. <laughs> of him one day walking out the fitting room yeah. with no blank sleeve. Yeah. So I was just like, actually, I don't even make triple clothes anymore. So, nope. Yeah. Sorry. Um, would you work with the guys? Because we have female Honestly, customers. male customers act like male strippers. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was about to say that. It's kind of like the same. Like, I think... How men perceive the world is a little different than us. Yeah. And I think that I, I just don't trust that a guy can be professional with a lady. Yeah. I don't think a guy can really keep it business. Yeah. I mean, of course, every guy isn't like that. Yeah, but I don't think every guy is like that. Majority. I don't even think maybe maybe majority honestly I'm mm-hmm. sorry I don't I don't mean to put most of y'all in the same character category mm-hmm. but from my personal experience it right. has been majority of y'all yeah from my person even in my DMs mm-hmm. like guys will write me and be like oh like I need this make can you make this and I'm about oh yeah like I got you. Then right after that, they really don't want nothing to me. They're mm-hmm. just trying to talk to me. Right. Trying to use it. And I'm like, oh, you know. I, As, just, I don't think a guy is disciplined enough to yeah, control his own. Right. And fittings, they kind of like, we, we're going to build. We got to see each other multiple times a week or multiple times a month. We're going to mm-hmm. like, you build relationships mm-hmm. with your customers. like, And we in a private place. Not yeah. we don't got to be by ourselves, but it's more intimate. Like yeah, so I don't. I think I don't know. I'm I think I've had. I think you're just looking at me like, right, like a girl that you can get exactly. Yeah, and I think exactly. that and then we got to communicate. You got to have my number. You don't have to have my number, but we text in. We. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, I can't do it. I think for me. I used to sometimes play on that, though. Like, if I found a guy attractive mm-hmm. and he found me attractive, so he was like, oh, I need such and such mate, I would use that as, like, oh, okay, you know, we're going to have a couple fittings and, you know, whatever, he's going to get something made, whatever. But then I think I realized that's not a good strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a good strategy, number one. Mm-hmm. And number two if I be around him, let's say, like, one or two fans, and I realize that I don't like this guy's personality, he now yeah. has my number, yeah. my business location. Yeah. Um, it's just not, just yeah. don't even get that started, please. Yeah, and sometimes in fans, we see, like, the ladies' personal areas because they got to take the clothes off. Like, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I might see your boobs or I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then with a man, it's like, I think you were showing off your chest, or I don't know, just how the guy did it. Like he wanted to show off his body parts. To, uh-huh. Yeah, but I don't think you I mean, ever need to. You don't need to, but sometimes it like it might happen. Like I've right. seen customer boobs sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I think, but I think, like, all right, for example, the other day I was helping a young woman—not young woman, a woman—figure uh, out boob tape. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't know how to put it in the yeah. V angle, yeah. so I so she asked if I could help her yeah. and said, "Is it okay?" Like we both gave each other yeah. consent. Like, is this okay if I help you yeah. with this or whatever? Yeah. Sure, you know. Hold on, let me get changed in mm-hmm. the fitting room, whatever. But most situations, I feel like you don't need to see. Um, especially with male customers, I have never had a male fitting. For anything, not a suit, not a jacket, not a pair of pants, where where I have seen a male's mm-hmm. parts ever. Mm-hmm. 
it's never accidentally one. happened. Because he walked out the fitting room undressed, mm-hmm. not because oh, let me help you zip up these pants. Ain't no way. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way. I've never accidentally. I've had a lot of male customers, even like tailor fittings for like prom, just paint, tailoring their pants. But I've never accidentally seen a customer's a male customer's parts mm-hmm. ever. That that particular situation was purposeful because he was mm-hmm. trying something. Guys are nasty. I don't want to end with guys are nasty. But, yeah, so that was my quick. Guys, just be aware that we are human. Don't want to see your parts. And be respectful of yes, females. females. I can get into some things. What? What does that mean? I can get into some things about chill. Moral of the story is. Moral of the story is: be professional. Don't walk out the fitting don't, room. Don't make your seamstress uncomfortable. Don't make your seamstress uncomfortable, please, Lord. Seamstresses, tailors, be respectful. Be professional, please. We don't. We don't want to see anything. Anyway, so that's my story time of working with male strippers. Carry on. Goodbye. <laughs>